Welcome to another episode of the International Tavern of Players. I'm your host and DM, Steve, and I'm joined again with me. Uh, we're going to go in a left to right order for me and starting with David, a.k.a. Seven. Seven of and the fray glass, tabaxi bard extraordinaire and climber of trees. Nyx. Uh warlock halfling reject free stuff from NPCs, but I do feed sweets to wolves. <laughs> and Jora. Or sorry, Matthew. Yeah, so Jora Rister is my character, the uh, walking pre-Raphaelite painting. <laughs> <laughs> So quick recap of uh, last episode. Uh, you guys were on a ship. Uh, Jorah, you were making pretty things with flowers and blowing dandelions. Seven, you were jumping around. Nix, you were talking to your patron. Um, you guys unsuccessfully uh, were aware that somebody else was on the ship and blacked out into a dungeon. Uh, in a tour And then you decided to feed tortured flesh to some wolves and, and uh, you found a rest uh, room for resting as well as you then later on went and fought some lizard folk you discovered two magical made items uh, that were keys for something and they have little things on the back of them you found the a green emerald and you found a uh, sapphire one and after getting your butts pretty much handed to you almost nearly uh you guys defeated the lizardman and went in hid and rested and did a or getting ready to finish up a long rest inside a kitchen pantry that you guys secured so we will go ahead and start there so you all are getting ready we're going to go ahead and start this in the long rest. Uh, so we'll have you guys do your your watches. We'll go roll to see if anything happens during them. But you guys have just defeated these two lizard folk and pulled out the eye of the one that was a uh, sapphire. And you decided that this would be a safe spot to secure yourselves so that you could make sure you are all good to go. Uh, so let's go ahead. And let's set the scene here. All right, you guys have just gotten your butts kicked. You, you were able to defend yourselves. And now you're in this pantry. Um, you guys want to do a long rest. So who is going to stand the first watch? I can. Okay. So go ahead and roll with the 24 uh, perception. Which dice to use? 20! All right, nothing happens. Starting it off hot, by the way. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, That's my one right. good roll for the night, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, who's standing the second watch? I will. Okay, go ahead. Same thing. Uh, is it perception? Yep. Eight. All right, what are you doing? What were you doing while you're standing your watch? Um, I am, uh, I've taken some crochet 
out of my bum bag and I realised, for our American listeners, I mean fanny pack. Um, <laughs> um, I've taken some crochet out of my fanny pack, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be uh, making some probably woolen socks because I imagine we've gone through a swamp. My feet are probably quite cold, so I've decided I need something a bit warmer. So I'm going to start crocheting some socks. Okay. Um, you fall asleep during your watch. Jora, all right, roll. Um, so you kind of fall, you were the, the only one to, the last one to be asleep, but you're meditating. So you kind of wake up during halfway through her watch. Um, roll a perception. Eight. Um, you think she's still awake over there. And so you kind of go back to meditating for a little bit. Um, let's see if anything comes of this. Okay. Um, you all end up waking up around the same time. Luckily, nothing had happened. You guys secured it really well. (laughs) Um, also, I forgot to mention, uh, because you guys are eating food and drinking right now, um, so for our listeners, I like to play it where if you're actually engaging in some type of food and drink, this is what you a benefits you get to the game. So, uh, David, you're drinking water. You are going to get a... Um, how many? You're going to get plus two health points Okay. Uh, for this session. Uh Nix, since you are drinking an energy drink, you are going to get plus, uh, let's see, da, da, da. you're going to get uh, plus five feet for movement. Oh, nice. And Matthew, because you are eating and drinking, you're drinking a coffee and, or no, sorry, Nix was eating. Yeah. Ooh, never mind. Uh, Nix, you will also yeah we'll give you um you're going to get plus one health point oh and matthew because you are drinking coffee you're going to get you're inspired for one round or for one one session so for our listeners, inspiration means he can choose at any time one dice roll through the session, whether it's mine or another player's or himself, and have them re-roll that. So, all right. So you guys all wake up around the same time, realizing that you all you all fell asleep, um, but only one of you is in trouble. <laughs> so. That is where we are setting the scene. Luckily, nothing happened to you guys. That we know of. <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> I'm not that mean of a DM. I'm not that mean. Um, and then you're all dead. <laughs> End of yeah. podcast. Yeah, you guys already woke up once in a torture chamber, so I, I don't think I can do that again to you guys. Like, I would feel really bad. Um, so you're you're in this pantry. There's it's you guys have secured the there's two doors that you have secured and blocked it with uh, barrels of various vegetables and fruits and uh, grains. 
Uh, there's some meats drying up above you. But other than that, you've kind of made some beds out of uh, flour sacks and everything. I think Marin would try and cook breakfast because um, she's very much a farm girl at heart. Um, and, you know, from a massive family. You are, know, you, she's... are you going to make a... Uh, so this is, you're actually in the pantry. You're not in the kitchen kitchen itself. Are you going to try to make a little fire there out of stuff? Do you have stuff to um, make a fire? I don't. So I'm going to maybe just sort of get together some of the dried meats, mm. uh, fruits, that kind of thing. Okay. Guys are all eating. Oh, you just you're feeding yourself. You're not feeding the other two. No, no, no I'm feeding everyone. <laughs> okay. She is. She is definitely a feeder. Okay. Um, okay. So everybody's eating. Um, do a Constitution check, everyone, and tell me what you roll. Saving throw or just a check? Uh, saving. Not twenty. Eighteen. Cool. Full for me. All right. Uh, the meat's a little salty for you, Jora. Uh, it's it's definitely been way too preserved. Uh, it makes you a little nauseous. Okay. So you just that was that didn't settle quite well with you. You should have eaten the fruit instead. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So now what? Right. I think. We want to get out of here, yeah? Yes. So you guys, right. you guys right. came We need to find the, the third room. eye. Yes. You guys came out of the door to your left. There is a door to the north of you right now as well. Mm. So this third eye, it was eye of the air, right? Yes. Okay. Do we just keep going? There was one of the inside one of the trees. We came out up a high up in a tree. There, one of the one of the doors let out high above mm-hmm. the branches. So we might want to go back up there um, and see if we can find something. Maybe a bird. Maybe you know some kind of aerial. Hopefully it's not a humanoid or something, but it could be because the one was on a wolf and the other was on the lizard man. Right. Mm. Um, you know, and it's always good to be on the high ground. So maybe we go back up there and, and at least see, see what's around, see if those wolves are still around. Who's holding which uh, stone, by the way. I think Jura's got the emerald, right? Okay. Uh, roll a perception. I think seven had the uh, sapphire. Okay. Marin uh, doesn't have either of them. Okay. Uh, seven, roll a perception check real quick. Nine. Um, where is your stone at? Uh, that where did you put it? Uh, it would be in in the a back backpack or traveling pouch. Okay. Um. In your pack, you kind of feel it on your back. Back, pack. Um, you feel a little bit of wetness to it. It almost feels like it's 
something leak is leaking in your pack. Okay, uh, open up the pack and see what's what's dripping. So you, you, you open it up and you look at this, you see the stone is moist. It's not pouring out liquid, okay. but it's definitely wet. Like a wine glass sweating wet or yeah like, like it's it's, got, it's definitely like, like okay. it, yeah it's it's just like condensation on it but it's been in your backpack for a little bit now because you guys were napping and it just kind of soaked the fabric a little bit okay um jora roll a perception check on yeah go ahead does it does it smell funny does it smell like water it smells like and actually it smells like salt water okay well i'll, okay. I'll taste it and see what it, if it is salt water or anything like that, taste okay. Likes briny salt water. You're just okay. like, Ugh. unless you like salt water, then it's good. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jorah, roll a perception check. Eleven. Um, where's your stone at? Uh, in one of the pockets on their um, jacket. Uh, so, on your chest, where the pocket is, you feel a slight tremble like vibrating like almost like if your cell phone was going off just ever so slightly not a heavy vibrate like it's dropping off the table but like just this little vibrating feeling and it does it sporadically it'll do it for like a couple seconds and then stop and then maybe it'll do it for like a three seconds instead of two and it just it's random but it just ever so slight Whenever it um, buzzes, just Jura just giggles a little bit, just <laughs> randomly. So Jura just starts giggling randomly. So, um, yeah. So, what would you guys like to do? Like I said, you guys are in the kitchen pantry. Uh, there's a door to your north, and then there's the door to your to the west where you guys came out of. We reckon we should look through the door we haven't been through. We can just have a look and then, you know, we'll be able to make more of an informed decision. What do you reckon? Yes. I think that's a good idea. All right. Well, let's do that. So I'm going to... Now we are level two. I'm going to cast Mage Armor uh, because uh, to make me less squishy, which uh, lifts my AC to 15 from 13 and i am going to uh quite slowly and carefully open the door okay you open the door uh as you open the door you kind of see it uh it looks like another hallway uh it's if there is a door to the opposite side of this this hallway of you guys and then to the right the hallway goes down a little bit and it leads to another door to your right. The door in front of you is a little more secured looking. It's a little more thick than the regular doors you've seen before. Uh, so I'm going to relay that information to these two if they haven't come forward to have a look through the door. Okay. Uh, so there's a door in front of us. It looks a bit more, it doesn't look like these are the doors. And then there's one down the corridor. I can't see anything else. So what should we do? 
is there a lock or a handle or, or what's where are how's you the door secured are you in the hallway or still in the room we're following we're go, going down the hallway okay you're going into the hallway um yes. so the door on the opposite side it has it looks like it has some type of lock on it uh, it, it definitely looks like it's a more secured kind of door um but it's without actually messing with it you can't tell if it's locked or not let's see if it's locked uh, i'll push it does it you say the, there's a lock is does it look like a mechanical lock or it just it just look like it looks like it's um like it, it, it's the, from the side where you're seeing it it just looks like it'd be a key would could kind of go in there. Okay. All right. Um, first, I'm going to examine the door and see if it might look like it's trapped. Okay. So go ahead. Is, is that what's that? Is that perception? That's, that's going to be. Uh, are you actually messing with the lock? No, I just want to see if if there's anything else that a. a well, Do investigation check then. Okay, investigation. Okay, sixteen. Um, from what you can tell, it doesn't look like there's any traps. It just looks like it's a more sturdy, more secure door. Okay. Um. All right. I'll push on the door or pull on the door or try to open it. See if it's it's latched or how. Is there a you, handle? Yeah, there is. There is just a, a ring metal handle for you to pull on. Are you? Okay. How how hard are you pulling this open? Are you just gradually opening it, hardcore pull, swinging it well, open? I'm not kicking it down yet. Um, just like with a normal amount of force, not enough that if it goes in, that it's going to take me with it. Do a stealth check. Stealth. Twenty six. Okay. Um. You open the door and you kind of open it a little loud. As you open the door, you look inside and there are four sleeping uh, people. Uh, one of them kind of stirs a little bit, but he kind of goes back to sleep. Uh, Human, elf. Um, you can't tell right here. It's okay. dark. There's a there's a little bit of a like a a, a fire, but it's just like a dwindling down i have dark vision anything from last if we learned anything from last session you're not good at identifying humanoids <laughs> well, you know, hey. I, I, am, I am new get the burnout to this strange land <laughs> um it, it, they look humanoid that's about all you can tell they're kind of covered in their sheets um one of the four looks human all right, so fireball? No, I'm kidding. Cartridge <laughs> <laughs> blast! Right? This can only end well. <laughs> um, Everything ends well with fireball. Absolutely. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, Don't say that. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'll, I'll back out of the door, shut the door back and, and back out of it. Okay. Um, there are four people sleeping in this room. Very quietly. 
Other way? Um, yeah, let's back out. I, do you guys well, want to back have out? A, you have a door to your right that you haven't checked out. And then you have the door that leads to the pantry. Okay. Let's check the other door. Okay. We'll check the other door. Okay. Who's checking that door? I can check I that will. one again. Okay. <laughs> well. uh, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I guess we'll, I guess, unless you want, okay, I'll check out the other door. Again, okay. Same thing. See if it's it, it appears to be trapped or what. Uh, then do another investigation check. Ooh, four. Uh, it's a nice door. Okay. It's probably worth lots of money at a garage sale. Um, <laughs> does it appear to be locked or does it have the same kind of handle on it? You, or, you can't tell. You okay. when From your last check on it, you just know that it's a door. Uh, okay. It does have a handle, uh, but that's about it. All right. Um, do the same thing. Try and open the door then. It doesn't right. appear dangerous. <laughs> uh, same way, slightly open it or regular casual open? Slight, slight open. Okay. Uh, you open, you cautiously open the door. Um, as you open the door, you look in the room you see a moderately sized dining room table. Uh, there's some plates all over the place, uh, some food that looks like it's been sitting there for a few hours, uh, some candles that have been melted down to almost just the, the end of the wick. Um, it's about 10 chairs, wooden chairs around this table. And as you look over to the left side of the dining room, you see another door. All right. Um, I'll back out. Let's, oh, looks like there's a dining room. I'll describe the room very quietly so we don't want to wake the pe other people there. Uh, we want to oh. check out the other door. I think so, but we need to be careful because 10 chairs means maybe 10 people. And you saw what, four? Maybe they just like to entertain. <laughs> or the three of the seats might be for us. Or it could be like a teddy bear's tea party. Uh, or it could be the three corpses back in the other room, <laughs> plus three of us, plus the four guys. That's ten. And then I'm going to pinch Seven's cheek and go, oh, you're so good at numbers. <laughs> um, I can't recognize humanoids, but I know math. <laughs> you can do that. Very good. Who's a good boy? <laughs> So, are you guys entering the dining room? Yes. Okay. You're all in the dining room. Uh, do Jora and Marin do a perception check? Seven. Ten. Ten. Um, I'm sucking off this dice. <laughs> um, Jora, above the door to the right, the door that you guys did not come out of, um, you notice a statue of some sort above it. Uh, this It's a small little statue. It looks like a woman, but she has 
uh, what appears to be raven wings on f- where her arms used to be, or maybe they're covering up her arms. It's a, it's an older statue. It's kind of hard to tell. Um, she has a almost a, a, a tiara on her head made of some ivy that's wrapped. You this rings a bell, but you're not quite familiar. You don't remember where you've seen that. Um, and when you say above, it's in an alcove it, it, above the door. It's not like a makeshift trap. It's it's almost on like like it's it's attached to the hearthstone above the door. Got you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jarl pointed out, and does that ring a bell to anyone? It seems to be in a place of power or uh, honoring. Hmm. Does it mean anything to Marin? Uh, do a history check. Oh, okay. 19. You know this to be a statue of the Raven Queen. Hmm. This this reminds me of uh, I think it's a statue of the the bird princess no uh, sparrow baroness raven raven queen that's it so I don't know quite where I know this from but yeah the, the raven queen that's it well, a monarch of small animals surely is a good sign and a good omen for us. Um, Jorah's going to look for the crow feather that came with their letter. Those were, the last time you guys saw those were on the ship and they burst into flame. Um, there's yep. no remnants of those left. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So Jorah's searching for the feather and okay. doesn't find it. Yeah. Um, Is there, hmm. No, let me sit on that thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, all right. What do you guys want to do now? I think we should carry on. Okay. You're going to go through the door underneath the Raven Queen? Yeah, I think that's what we'd agreed. Yes. Should we barricade this door we just came from in case those friends do want to come to the dinner party? It's not a bad idea. All right. How are you? Can we doing do that this? quietly, though. That's what I was going to want trying to get to. Um, There's uh, like are the backs of the chairs big enough that we can kind of wedge it underneath the, the handle. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, just do a sleight of hand check to make sure you're doing it uh, stealthily. Okay. Uh, I will use my inspiration for that one, please. <laughs> yep, go for it. <laughs> it, went from, it went from 18 and fell onto a 2. 
It's oh. an upgrade, but only to a total <laughs> of nine. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you kind of trip over the chair when you're doing it, but you're able to get it under there, and it's it's secured enough to where you're. they're really going to have to push really hard. They're probably going to have to break down the door to get it, so you'll, you'll have a good time to get through. Or at least we'll hear it as well yes. if it doesn't yes. slow them down. Yes. Yeah. Um, you're pretty handy, you beautiful person. Oh, do I just like finding uses for things? Well, that was very good. Well done. Okay, so the door is secured. Um, you guys are going to venture through the door with the Raven Queen. Who's in, in what order are we going? Uh, I will go first. Okay. I think she's developed a new sense of kind of like confidence. Okay. And Jora, are you falling behind with seven in the back? Uh, yeah, Jora will offer whichever position seven wants. So I'll go. I'll take the drag spot, the okay. last spot. Okay. Sure. Um, as you go through the door, you see a long hallway this hallway looks a little different though it's more ruinous as you step through you start to see uh tree branches starting to poke through some of the rock uh there's parts that are missing and you see earth uh it's definitely more moisty and mossy and almost uh like moldy smelling in this hallway uh and it almost feels like it's going up a slight incline. Uh, as you travel down the hallway, there are uh, about there's two doors on your left, and about fifty feet up the hallway, it turns to the left as well. We should probably check the first door. Greet you, dear. Okay, who's checking it? I'll listen. I want to listen at the door to see if there's any might be anything on the other side of it. If there's anything, you know, a fire, do, somebody working. Do a perception check. Eleven. You hear some muffled sounds, and that's about it. Like a person muffled or you can't tell okay you just, you just hear sound that's it okay uh very quietly i will whisper to the my companions there's something on the other side of this door very quiet muffled sound do we want to go in do we want to check it out or how's this door secured are all these doors wooden this, doors? This or? one, this one's very similar to the door of where the four men were that were sleeping, or the four people. Does it open into the hallway or into the room? Uh, it would open into the room, the way it's hinged. Man, you made me think there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna very 
very easily try to open the door again in the same way, just quietly, not kicking it down. Okay. Uh, do a stealth check. Twenty-five. You stealthily, nice. you stealthily open that door. As you open the door, you realize it's the exact same room to the bandit or the the, the four people. I shouldn't call them bandits because they're not bandits at all. In even uh, the four sleeping people. Close the door. Go very quietly close the door. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll go to the the second door. Okay. Um, same deal. I want to listen at the door to see if there's anything uh, on the other here. If I can hear anything on the other side. Do a perception check. Thirteen. Uh, it sounds dead quiet. Okay. Um. All right. Same deal. Does it also open into the room? Uh, this one opens towards you. Towards the hallway. Yes. I don't okay. know who built these. It's very strange. <laughs> You'd think all the doors would go the same way. Right. Yes. So, okay. So we'll open very quietly, open the door towards us. The good thing is if we have to shut it, it's easy be easier to bar the door. So very quietly open the door stealth check 15 you stealthily open up the door um let's see however as you open the door uh a broom falls out and it lands right by you ah! is it a nimbus 2000 uh, it is <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite as qualified to be a Nimbus 2000. <laughs> More of a Stratus this is our crossover 500. episode. <laughs> You're a wizard, seven. <laughs> um, Don't tempt me. I could take a dip in a wizard. <laughs> um, so, but it is right at your feet. Uh, it's actually the way it falls, it blocks, like it falls in, in between you. And uh, Marin. What's on the other side of the door? Uh, it looks to be a closet. Is there anything else in the closet? No. Okay. Well, we'll very quietly put the broom back. And shut the door. Are we sure yeah. it is a closet? Could we maybe use the broom to poke it? I mean, I know I poked things before and it made no difference, but you know, maybe okay. more poking. You're so you're going to pick up the broom and do something with it. Yes. Who's picking up the broom? Me. Roll for initiative. <laughs> A mimic. <laughs> oh, uh, these dice are better. Uh, Nineteen. Okay. Eleven. Seventeen. All right. 
So, uh, you have, Jora, you have first go. Uh, as Marin goes to pick up the broom, it levitates into the air, and it's obviously not amused by being touched by her. Yes, it's it looks to be in all intents and purposes a regular broom, just flying. It definitely doesn't look like it has good intent. Yeah. Uh, then Jura will produce a flame in their hand and uh, fling a little ball of fire at the uh, broom. At the broom? Yep. Roll with disadvantage. Okay. That one's the one I have to take. Uh, nine to hit. Nine misses. Okay. Um, and then they're going to say to the other party, uh, I'll keep an eye on that door behind us. If you can handle this broom, and then turn around and just watch that other door where the people were sleeping. All right. Um... Seven, you're next, correct? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, when you say levitating, is it just hovering above the ground? Is it. You ever seen Fantasia? Where the brooms come to life and they start. Okay. <laughs> Think something on that standards, except less Disney. Okay. Um, more Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not Amblin. All right. Uh... <laughs> All right. Uh, I will try to grapple the broom. <laughs> Do a yeah. dexterity check. Twenty-two. All right. You're able to grapple this broom to the ground. It's definitely flopping around, but you're able to hold it down. Okay. Uh, I put it in a submission hold, like uh, half Nelson. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> can I, I don't think it's going to tap out. Can I choke it? Can I choke it out? You, know? <laughs> you can, but it's going to look very provocative. I'm not going to lie. Well, you know. <laughs> um, okay, so I have the, the. I can wrestle the broom to the ground. Yes, you're laying on top of this broom. You definitely weigh more than this broom. Um, is it is it struggling or what's it? It's you can feel it moving underneath you, but it doesn't seem to be going anywhere right now. Uh, ooh. Any ideas? I've got the broom held down. Uh, can you shove it back in the cupboard? Okay, well Try that. We'll try and push it back into the cupboard, and you want to just want to slam the door on it. Maybe we apologize. <laughs> Maybe I stop poking things. Um, very sorry, Mister Broom. I don't know. <laughs> Mrs. Sweeps is not amused. <laughs> 
Um, you don't no. even know what gender a broom would be. <laughs> it's probably a they them, if I'm being... <laughs> Let's shove them in the cupboard. I don't think they are very happy. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll try that. Uh, we'll tr- uh, Shuffle the broom back into the closet and shut the door on it. Okay. Let's do this as... Do it as athletics. You're grappling this thing. Since you're going UFC on this uh, broom, okay. we're going to make sure you do something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 18. Okay. You are able to throw the broom in and shut it into the closet. <laughs> uh, but as soon as you shut the door, the uh, broom slams out and it's going for... Uh, Marin. <laughs> uh, Marin, nine does not hit, correct? No. All right. All right, Marin, it is your go. Okay, how close am I to the broom? Within asked... it hitting you in the middle of the face distance. It is okay. a five foot tall or four foot tall broom. Uh, okay. Most of my spells are, you know, like mind manipulation ones. So not super helpful against a broom. <laughs> mind sliver? No. Psychic damage. Charm person? Maybe not. Dissonant whispers? Not so much. So, uh, I am going to uh, risk an attack of opportunity to back up uh, so that I w- can have enough range to cast an Eldritch Blast. Okay. Um, you're backing up. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to go along the corridor, the opposite direction from the door to the bunkhouse. Okay, hold on just one second. so the broom tries to take a smack at you as you guys you're backing away from it and it slams itself so hard against the wall it actually shatters itself the broom committed suicide okay (laughs) it tried to kill you it had such hate and discontent for you that it, when you moved, it missed horribly and smashed itself and broke itself on the wall opposite of you. I feel quite bad for the broom. A one, a twenty, times two, eight damage to it. It broke itself. Oh, oh poor broom. Uh, so you all gain experience. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> You can't make this crap up, man. I swear you can't. Um, all right, so now you guys... to make a light sweep this under the carpet joke. <laughs> Take the other part of it and just sweep it into the closet and shut it and thoughts and prayers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll give you right. a sweep from the fanny pack. <laughs> all right. Um, yes, you have conquered the, uh, terrifying broom uh so that door you, you shut the closet door um 
you still can go down the hallway to your and it looks like it leads to the left. Should we carry on? I won't poke anything, I promise. <laughs> yes. Don't laugh, young man. I feel really bad about poking it. All right, so uh, what are we doing, kids? Uh, down the hallway to the left. Okay. Uh, who is leading this uh, fearless party of uh, broom Swiffer killers? Not, not Marin. I think she's going to I think she's going to stand back a little bit. Okay. She's going to, but she wants to be in the middle. Okay. Because... <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. Um, <clears throat> as you head down the hall to your left, uh, it seems to, like the room is turning around again, uh, almost in a spiral form. Uh, it, it goes from sharp turns to this very smooth, uh, circular ways. Um, and as you get closer and closer to the circular side, uh, stair up, basically incline, it you start to feel a warm breeze coming out. Okay. Um, so the hallway we're in opens up to something. I think it's sort of spiraling up. It's it's inclining up. Yeah. And it's ever so slightly an incline. However, the more and more you start to go up this this spiral, um, it gets warmer, and a like a nice, we'll say a nice summer breeze is coming down. Okay, uh, we'll keep going. Okay, to see where it lets out. As you guys get to go further up, it you come to a door. Uh, this door is is made of wood however it's very dried out it seems like this would be like if you were using this this wood for like a campfire this is like the pristine tender all right so you feel a warm breeze actually coming from behind this door uh the closer you get to it it definitely feels not hot hot but like it's middle of June hot kind of day or like a regular day in Australia <laughs> oh we've looked behind lots of doors what's one more eh <laughs> Who's opening the door? I'll open the door. Go you. You're all about opening the doors. All right. That's right. How are you opening this one? Uh, same way. Does it open in, into the hallway or? It, it, it opens into the room. Okay. Well, pull it very gingerly. Uh, open the door. Pushing it in. Yes. Uh, so as you push in the door, uh, a wave of heat just wafts over you guys. And you're just like holy cow it's hot uh it is definitely very like oh hot um you dry look out at, yes just as dry hardcore heat um and you look out the sun is at like noon on the dot 
Uh, you are looking out over off a canyon edge. It is very arid, dry. Uh, you can hear some kind of bugs just like buzzing in the background. Uh, there are some what looks appear to be like desert like plants, uh, cacti, some small brush. Um, if you can kind of see that this canyon, it, it just kind of goes over a little bit and you feel the wind coming up from this out of the, the this canyon. But it is very hot. No me gusta. Okay, so let, let's confer real quickly here. Okay, mm -hmm. so when we met the lizard men, mm -hmm. it was in a swamp. Yes. So we have gone into a tree, hung out, spent the night in in a pantry, and then done this spiral winding thing, and we're now in the middle of a desert. Yeah, that that checks out. I'm um, joking. This is really weird. Okay. Yes. Um, again, I'm just a bard, collecting stories, playing my loot, and this just seems really strange. Uh, have any of you got? Do you, any of you guys ever run into this? Are we in a dimension? You know, uh, uh, extra planar space. Mm, well, the strange. The strangest thing to me is the tree motif. You're right. Um, this is a desert. Do we see a tree anywhere in the desert? as we've seen in every other space. Um, are you guys entering into the desert? Uh, we'll call it a we'll call it a desert for now, but uh, the, this office canyon ledge. Are you guys going over into off into the area? I was thinking like just Doctor Who through the door oh. around and look <laughs> for the it's bigger on the, the inside. Exactly. Yes. Like just poke the head yes. into the space, um, look for a tree and then pop back in. Uh, is there's no trees that you can see However, it does look over to one side that there is a large rubble pile. You can't really tell because you just did it very quickly, uh, but there's definitely some boulders. So this is the only room that doesn't have a tree. Well, I've not seen anything like this, but I grew up on a farm. I got married, lived on a different farm. I had my kids, cooked loads of apple pies, found out that my husband was <laughs> cheating on me with Jillian. So <laughs> then I left and now it's like a month later. <laughs> so no, I have no idea. I'll go I don't need a man. They don't I'll, go need pee, I'll go pee in her bed for you, just just to get back at her. Whatever. Face is starting to sag anyway. Uh, um, so, yeah, it's like I said, this is you're in that, the, the, the hallway still. Again, it's dry, hot heat. As far as you can tell, just from your brief look, the only thing you saw was some, some cacti and then uh, just as boulders over on one side and then like the canyon edge. Oh, you want to go check out the boulders? Sure. I All won't right. poke them. 
So as so you guys enter this arid area. To your left, you look over and you see the cliff edge and it drops down a hundred feet. Nothing down there, it just almost like it's the Wiley e. Coyote Roadrunner cartoons. It just drops down there and down very a hundred feet below you, it's flat rock and just ground. Um, you start to look around. Uh, you see some small, but uh, it looks like two small birds, possibly uh, flying in the air. Uh, they're just kind of circling around. Uh, looks like they have long tails uh, for these birds. It's really weird. Um, and then over to your right, you see these three large boulders uh, up against each other and what appears in the center of them a small hole that looks like a person could crawl through. Well, we said we were going to look at the boulders, so should we do that first? Yes. Okay. Let's keep it. Let's keep an eye on the birds. I mean, are they are they flying close to us? Do they look like they're observing us? Um, or? Right now, it just looks like they're just kind of flying around. Uh, they're very dexterous for the way they're they're flying. Uh, their tails almost seem to be uh, zigzagging back and forth really quickly, uh, like uh, like ribbons twirling. Do either of them look like they have an eye that needs ripping out? Um, roll a perception check. Not one. You think they're the prettiest birds you've ever seen, but you can't really tell what anything about them. Yep, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking about pies. <laughs> How far in the sky are the birds? Uh, they're about 30 feet above you right now. Okay. Do we think the birds might have their, the other gem? They might do, but they're so pretty. Well, and the wolves were scary, and the lizard folk were angry. Do you think that... Do you think that one of you could catch me? Catch you? If I were falling, for instance. No. No, I don't think I could. Depends on how far you're falling. Just oh, is this a bird. trust thing? Is this where you, like, put your arm over your chest, close your eyes and fall, and then we have to catch you to prove that you can trust us? To a certain extent, I, I suppose it is, but I was only thinking just up there. And draw points at the birds. We could try it. That's all I need to know. Um, Jura will use phase step to teleport 30 feet into an unoccupied space next to one of the birds and attempt to grab it. Okay. Um, so you are going 
to try to catch one of the birds. Mm -hmm. All right. So as you do your face step, I want you to roll uh, an acrobatics check. Don't poke them. Natural 20 for a total of 22. So as you face step up and you teleport up, you notice you see these what you thought were birds but turns out to be flying snakes mm -hmm. and you successfully grab one of them are you going to try to grab both of them or just one uh just one of them for now okay so <laughs> i've got a, a good eye, yeah a good <laughs> handle on it okay so now you are holding a flying snake mm. uh, and you're going to have the other two attempt to catch you uh, yes, so I'll be falling 30 feet now. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, so you are... You're holding on to this. Um, I want you... Because you're falling, I want you to roll an animal handling check, too, to see if you're able to hold on to this snake that is was flying but now is freaking the hell out <laughs> 22 you're successful in hold them you've got his wings all right steve Irwin. um yeah no animals animals are jura's thing i apparently <laughs> that's um, true all right so that's three seconds um <laughs> who's going to attempt the caption first i will i will run over to where he is and and jump into the air and try i guess wrap him up and roll him into the so he doesn't just fall like a rock parkour we're gonna parkour duck and roll this that's right okay uh so i want you to do a dexterity check with disadvantage dexterity with disadvantage uh eight Um. <laughs> Sorry. Hardcore parkour. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, so you flop. Uh, you're able to push him out of the way. Uh, Jora, you're holding on to this snake. And he doesn't push you quite properly. He doesn't catch you quite properly. You start rolling towards the cliff edge. Um, but he stopped you from taking major damage. However, you do end up taking one hit point of damage. Uh, and you end up holding this animal. And you are about like three inches from the cliff edge. Oh my god, you're going to give me a heart attack. You can't all just be disappearing and appearing up in the air and hugging some flappy thing. Honestly, what would your mum say? Probably hmm? be impressed. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, as you're doing all this, the snake, the, the other flying snake has flown down 14 feet. 
Uh, so he's definitely a lot closer. Seeing does, that he captured his mate. Does the flying snake in Jura's arms have any weird eye business going on? Uh, let's see. Yes, he, uh, she does. She has a milky white pearlescent eye uh, for her one of her eyes. Sure. Um, in that case, uh, can Jora cast Entangle on him on themselves? Mm-hmm. Targeting the snake and themselves. Uh, yeah, we'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens here. Cool. So strength uh, saving throw for the flying snake and for Jora. Uh, DC 12. Wow. Okay. Um. So you're able to entangle her. However, it looks like she could break out at any second. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Jorah successfully saves against the entangle. Um, so that would mean... Yeah, with with the snake successfully entangled now and, and restrained with the restrained effect um can Juralia just do either of you want to attempt to remove the eye it didn't go all that well for me last time with the wolf alright I'll do it I'm gonna keep an eye on the other snake um, so you're, uh, Marin, you're going to attempt to remove the eyeball from the other, or from the snake that's entangled. Yes, right. I'm going to go up to, well, I'm actually, I'm going to motion Jorah to come away from the edge of the cliff. Uh, like to come towards me I'll obviously go towards them as well um, and yes I'm going to try and remove the eye okay. so do a do a medicine check okay seven why did I use that oh no <laughs> Um, okay. Yep, that would have been better, but it would. Does a 17 hit? Yes. Take seven points of poison damage. Ooh. You got bit. I'm gonna call this one Jillian. <laughs> um, alright uh, you're watching uh, Seven you're watching the other snake uh, so he has... 
right, he has dropped down another eight feet, so he is at pretty much eye level with you guys and is okay. starting to head towards you. Uh, actually, he's heading towards Marin and Jorah because they have his mate. Is it within... Well, I will move in between them. Okay. And uh, draw my rapier and attack it with my rapier. All right, roll for initiative. Is anybody else going to attempt to counter the other snake? No, Jor is very much uh, focused on the, the ice snake. Okay, and Marin's um, I think if this is all within the same six seconds, I've just been bitten. Yeah. So I'm probably not paying attention to the other one, but I did yeah. roll initiative because I'm assuming we need it. Yes. Uh, 17. You... 17, all right. 14. Uh, 14. Six. Okay, I like these guys. And... Alright. Uh, Alright, so since you're in between him and his mate, he's going to attempt to attack you. Uh, 13. Does a 13 hit you? 7. Armor class 15, so no. Nope. Okay. Uh, so then it is your go. Uh, attack with the rapier. Okay. 15. 15 hits. And it's D8 plus 4. Ooh, 5. You slice him in half. Oh. <laughs> like, you went on guard and threw ah. up your rapier and he, you skewered him, like, right down the throat. So awesome. you have, you have a, you have a snake sheath on your, uh, your rapier right now. Snake kebab. <laughs> Snake kebab. Well done. Awesome. Uh, nice. Marin. Uh, I'm going to try and pull the eye out again. Um, all right. Do a medicine check. Ten. You do a dexterity check. A save. Dex save. Yeah. 19. Okay. Uh, she attempts to snap at you again. Shall I move out of the way? You got, you got your hand out. You're cautious now. Um, and uh, how long does that entanglement last, by the way? It's concentration for one minute. Um, okay. And the creature can use their action to attempt to escape uh, with the DC 12. And that's yeah, DC 12 strength. Yeah, she's not escaping. DC, yeah, DC 12 strength. Yeah. Yeah. Negative two. She's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping a flying snake wouldn't be that strong. <laughs> no, no, not strong at all. Dexterous is all out, but strength yeah. not so much. And uh, okay, uh, seven. You've already slaughtered one snake. Uh, what's your plan now? Oh, yes. Oh. Go, go, oh, hold on. What's up? Oh. I have an idea. Right. Can you use that rapier to hold her mouth so she can't bite me? Like this. Ah. Uh, like a... Uh, oh, like an apple in a pig. Or, or we could just kill it. Oh, yeah, sure. Murder. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Great idea. Hey, I'm already one for one today. Um... Who, you, no, you go ahead. Do a murder. 
Do you, do you want to kill the other snake? Do you want to decapitate this one? I'm going to name it Jillian. <laughs> okay, no, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> um, the, the snake is in the entangle spell has the snake, so no one is holding it, right? Uh, correct. If I move into range, if I move into melee range with the snake, do I have to save versus entangle? Do I have to? Do I have to? Double check, I believe. It just becomes difficult to rank. Um, and it's creatures when I cast the spell, I have to make the saving throw. So it'll, it'll slow your movement, so you'll, yeah, because it's difficult to rank. But you don't, it, you don't need to make a save. It, it won't entangle me, right? No. Okay. Because I no. think there was an addition where it would. Uh, mm. If it is entangled, I'm just going to kill it. Okay. Go ahead and take a swing at it. Roll, roll a d20. Is now since it oh, is you, restrained, it's, 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 it's you get a, a you just make don't roll a one. It's basically what you have to okay. not do. Um, 20. Not natural. <laughs> I was going to say, good lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you decapitate the snake. Okay. Um, because it's, what is it, D4 plus 5 is what you said? Or D4? Uh, D8 plus 4. Yeah, no, you're, you're, it's going to auto crit. So, okay. So, yeah, you, you, you decapitate the snake. I just wanted to make sure you didn't roll a 1 and stab one of them. I ripped uh, Jillian's eye out. That's right. That bitch. <laughs> uh, you successfully... Uh, and are, Who's holding... Who ripped it out? Uh, Marin, you ripped it out? Me. Okay. Uh, you ripped the, the eye out, and as you put it in your hand, it actually gets a little bit bigger. Um, and it looks like it's made of pearl. <laughs> um, do a perception check. Magic hands. <laughs> Nine. Um, Can I tell it, it enlarges in my hand? <laughs> I didn't even think about it while I was saying it. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, nope. It responds to my touch? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, oh, oh, I'll, I'll play some music to set the mood. Oh, yeah, I will definitely put, put some, like, Kenny G music in here and then a little bit of, like, like 70s bass. Like, <laughs> like a slow loop solo. <laughs> um, it actually feels lighter than it should. Uh, it feels... And as you, 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 you kind of, like, bounce it up and down, it doesn't drift slowly back in your hand, but it, it doesn't fall quickly as it normally would. It feels... Like, like a feather would, kind of. Almost, yes. It feathers into your hand. Almost like it's made of air. <gasps> Foreshadowing! <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, uh, now that you have slaughtered these two majestic creatures uh, and destroyed <laughs> the broom, uh, there's nothing else that you can see other than some cacti, uh, still getting that breeze uh, that's coming from the canyon edge, and then there's the three boulders. Jura's going to collect uh, some of the just smaller stones and that sort of thing and make a, a stone can uh, for each of the, the uh, flying snakes, and then uh, use Druidcraft to put a cactus flower on the top of each of them. Oh, that's nice. Aww. 
It's a nice way to commemorate that we did a murder. Well, nature's cyclical. These creatures will die at some point. Oh yeah, why don't we just help them along? We needed this eye to escape. Would you rather not kill it and wait for their natural progression of death? No, no, I, uh, in hindsight, murder. But showing them respect now that we have taken their lives to aid ourselves helps to balance that a bit more. All right. We didn't need to kill the wolves, though, when we got the eye. We didn't kill the wolves. That's what I'm saying. Wolves weren't poisonous. Or venomous. Would you like to see if they're poisonous? <laughs> no. Just, just, just seven there nibbling on the tail end of the snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If my I jaw mean, goes numb, I'll stop eating. <laughs> just to clarify, you guys have taken tortured bodies and fed them to wolves. Mm-hmm. They're already dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Slaughtered some tri- like some natives, native lizard folk in a in a swamp. Destroyed a broom and taken out nature's beauty. The broom destroyed itself. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yes, that's true. The lizard, the lizard folk attacked us. That was self-defense. This is truly the only where we were the aggressors. Okay, fair enough. Uh, are, are we going to check out the hole in the, yes. the boulders? Yeah. <laughs> yes, let's check out the hole. I mean, it might be the yeah. maybe the maybe the, the aisle get bigger. Okay. <laughs> maybe when I put it in the hole. Glad I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons with adults over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you go over to the boulders and check them out. Uh, children, we're moving along, uh, and it like I said, it looks like you could go in singular order one at a time you could crawl through is it dark in the hole like is it like a like a tunnel or is it like a like an archway kind of uh it is there any natural light none that you can see no it oh. looks just like a bunch actually it it's weird though when you if you're to, who's actually looking into it I will. I have dark vision. Yeah. Um, uh, so as you look in there, it looks like it goes further than it naturally should. Uh, but it looks like a bunch of rocks. Like this is a small, tight hole to go through. And it is um, just ruinous looking. Uh, it's. Just, I'm, I'm trying here. You screw you guys. Uh, <laughs> it. Um, it definitely looks like this is, if you were to look on the other side of the boulders, it doesn't just looks like boulders. However, this looks like this goes further. So does it appear that like the, you, you said the sun, the sun is straight up in the sky. The sun basically. is straight up. Yes. So, so does it appear that the, that the natural light goes into the, this little crevice, uh, crevasse, or does Not it even stop? A... It, 
will go for just because of how the boulders are positioned it just shadows over it but you can see further in as you're looking though it looks like the rocks almost change okay they're the the material they're made of um we'll say like the boulders on the outside are sandstone but it looks like more is granite and um you said we could get through one at a time one at a time yes okay i'll I'll go first okay well you can't see in the dark so can i go in the middle because the the previous hallways were lit with candles or torches or something Mm -hmm. like that right is is there any does this appear to be hand carved or carved through the stone or just a Mm -hmm. natural cave or Um, as you're crawling through it looks like uh blocks of wall like uh ruins blocks it's just kind of crumbled and fell but it made this 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 hole that you can crawl through okay but this is not lit At past all. past the entrance no okay um i i will go i will go ahead uh, again with dark vision to just scout ahead okay th- the is, are, are they falling are they falling behind vision, you guys? Right? Yes. Yeah, Eladrin do. Yeah. Yep. The halfling's done. Um, if we need a torch, we can light torches. We'll see how far we can go before the halfling is completely in the dark. So as soon as you guys start going through, you can see fine. She can't see. She is going to have to go off of sound or be pushed uh, by Jora through. So I'm just going to read this. Yes. Um, so Jura is going to produce flame in their hand and it acts as a small torch. So you can't really do this. You're on your arms and knees. I mean, unless you can do it with one hand and then mm-hmm. it's going to be within inches of your face. Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. Okay. Uh, it harms neither you nor your equipment. Okay. Uh, the flame sheds bright light in a 10-foot radius and dim light for an additional 10 feet. Okay, so... They're basically it, crawling with yeah. a torch in their hand, basically. Yeah. Um, nice. So it is definitely... It's lit it up. You can see the rocks changing from sandstone to granite and whatever else, various gray rock. Still have to... it. It does add a little bit of light, but because of how your gut bodies are positioned, it's it's a little harder. You can see, but it's again, it just seems to go on for a little bit. Um, are you going to continue crawling through seven? Yes. Okay. And so this is just large enough for us to crawl through. Single. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I will keep going. Okay. As you crawl through. Um, you start to come out, it opens up, it widens, and you end up in this ginormous room that's filled with ruins. Uh, plants are starting to come up, you see some ferns. Um, it looks like there's little bits of light that are coming through some ceiling, however, it you still can't it's not big enough to where you could get through and the rock is sturdy enough to where if it would take you a long time to try to damage to come out of there um okay. roll a perception check uh, eight 
Uh, as you come out and you adjust, even though you have dark vision, it's the the lights and the, the switching up from going from this magical space to this through the ruins and everything. Uh, you're clearing some dust out of your eye. You notice uh, a tall statue uh, to the far end of the room, as well as a door doors on each side of the far wall to the left and the right. I'm calling door A and door B. Okay. Um, I'll, I'm going to wait for uh, uh, Marin and Jora to, to catch up. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, they're crawling through. Uh, they're coming up right behind you, dusting themselves off. Uh, Marin, as you look around, you kind of see some there looks like there is adequate enough light for where you can see around and get a kind of an idea cool. of what's going on. Um, and I assume I see what Seven's saying. There's a statue and some doors. Yes, uh, the statue does look a lot more familiar to you. Uh, it's definitely worn down. Uh, it looks similar to on a larger scale of the Raven Queen statue that was in the on the hearthstone okay how tall is the statue uh seven feet okay uh it, on the base it's we'll say it's eight more iconography of the raven queen is is the raven queen a deity or a patron that you know of we don't have ravens in the jungles of Tabaxi um, land. Well, when I went to the to the big town after leaving my farmstead, I was I was looking for someone who could imbue me with some power so I could uh, reclaim, you know, all those years that I spent being a good wife and a good mum and a good grandma. And I heard about the Raven Queen, but. I must say I don't know very much about her. I th I think she is a patron, but I don't think she's mine. My my patron is uh doesn't look like that. She's uh she's a, you know, a little old lady. <laughs> I offered her a cup of tea. We had a chat. She's very very loving. She also doesn't have raven wings. I think. Okay, turns out I don't really know who my patron is. Hmm. What was your question? Troy, do you know anything about the Raven Queen or this, whoever this deity is? Do a history check, Dora. Hmm? 16. So you know that the Raven Queen is a mysterious being who rules the Shadowfell uh, from a palace of ice deep within the Dread Realm. Uh, the Raven Queen, she watches over the world, anticipating each creature's death and ensuring it meets it at the end of the prescribed time and place. 
She seems to be a mortality accountant where she knows when creatures are expected to meet their end in this life and ensures that that happens all from an icy palace in the dread realm so presumably if you had any interest in when you may die this may be a powerful or useful patron to have Hmm. As long as we're not here because this is our time to die. Perhaps, but if oh, it is... Oh, that's a cheery thought. But if it is supposed to happen, what can we do to stop it, particularly if this is a place where she holds power? We would be defying a god. Oh, you see what you're saying? But, counterpoint, don't want to die? That's perfectly understandable, but you do know you will die. I do. It's not something I'm looking forward to or want to happen right now. That's perfectly fine and and reasonable i mean how can you be so stoic well i've accepted the fact that i will die at some point anything up until that point i have agency over but up until that final moment i mean there is a god here to ensure that it happens that's the natural order of things well, for such a young whippersnapper, you've got a very uh, old head on your shoulders, Dora. I may be young by the uh, by the reasoning of my people, but I have been walking the, these realms for over a century. Um, as you guys are talking uh, through a few of the holes, you kind of hear... Uh, some very quiet raven call sounds and a few feathers have flown down and kind of feathered to the base of her statue. Do Um, we see any holes in the statue? Because um, we noticed before that on the back of the gems there were shapes. So one had a diamond shape, one had a... A uh, different shape, which I drew. Oh, a and like a hexagon, yeah, hexagon shape. Um, and presumably, although I didn't look, uh, the air gem as a square has, back. As a square back. Yeah. Is there anything that looks like a hole for those in the statue? Uh, do an investigation check. Investigation. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. Um, uh, you do find. Um something a a slot for something but it doesn't fit the shapes it looks like a almost like a a key key shape uh towards the at her feet however 
nothing in the shape of what you guys have. Okay. Um, as you guys are doing this exploring and kind of scuffling around in the discussion, you do hear some type of sound coming from the from door B, behind door B. That poem that you found in the kitchen, Jora. Did it say something about combining the keys or? Said to gather them so we could bring them together to see if it does do something. They could combine like a Zord or something like that. I'm not familiar with this Zord of your people. (laughs) But if it means combining and bringing together, then perhaps. Are you guys going to bring them together? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's try it. What's the worst okay. that could happen? Air, wind, fire, <laughs> uh, As you, we need a fifth element. It seems <laughs> <laughs> multi-pass. Uh, so, as you guys bring them together, you notice that the elemental effects seem to intensify. Uh, the the pearl definitely seems to be floating up a little bit more. Uh, the sapphire is definitely more condensation on it and you can definitely feel a lot more vibration in the uh, the emerald but nothing else seems to happen other than they you know seem to react more intensely as they're brought closer together shall we take a moment to just catch our breath before we adventure further. All right. Um, so you guys have a short after your short rest. Um, uh, after your short rest, you guys are still in this room. Uh, a couple more feathers have fallen. The light is getting a little darker outside, but nothing else has really changed. It's just couple hours have passed so we we hear raven slightly every like just just every once in a while you'll hear just a rah, you know not like in the last episode where it was super loud oh yeah yeah i got death threats so does it does do the raven sounds do they sound like there's do we also hear wings beating or like there's... you just it's it's very muffled it just it okay. sounds like they're off in the like really far off in a tree but it's just weird every once in a while like it just a feather randomly falls okay. near the statue uh there's there's starting there's been a little pile it looks like there's some older feathers too but and but we don't hear a... we don't hear a bird that would be dropping it. So it's kind of like the the leaves that are falling off uh, uh, Jorah's. Kind of like yeah, the, like the wind every once in a while blows one. Like there may have okay. been birds up there, and they just wind gently blows one down. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, door B. Mm-hmm. Whichever. Sure. Okay. We heard we heard a noise behind door B, right? Yes. Yes, door B had the noise. Yeah. 
we'll go for door B then. All right, who is going in what order? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Did we decide to also uh, disconnect the gems? Or oh, I thought you together? guys just put them together close and they didn't yeah. actually do anything other than just get slightly wet, yeah, slightly light. but and... does one person have all three ah. or do each of us have one still? Like, because that might be key. Well, you, <laughs> I think we should each have one. Or maybe sure. I should do some character. Or you think we should all have one? Because if they're all doing strange things when they're near each other, it's probably better to separate them. Okay. Yeah, that, that you, yours, is, to me. yours is getting bigger in your hand and mine is moist. That's... <laughs> mine tickles. <sighs> so, vibration, moist getting bigger cool it got lighter it got slightly bigger one time all right children all right children hey, you, you wrote this adventure i, I know <laughs> i didn't even think about that my god yeah 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 i know i'm playing with children <clears throat> oh my goodness all right <laughs> so all right you're, you you come to dorby uh you Look at it. Uh, seven, do a perception check. Uh, one, two, one. Uh, you hear multiple voices in the back. It almost, it, it sounds like almost a, uh, a seance uh, or like prayer. Uh, Sounds like it, it, it's at least one main voice and maybe a few others. So is it like a rhythmic chanting? Yes. Is it a language we recognize? Uh, you can't quite make it out. Uh, it, it's, it sounds like they're speaking common. But it just, you can't really hear exactly what they're saying. You just hear the pattern of vocalization. Does the door open into the room we're in or into the. Uh, oh, it opens into the, into the room. Into the, the other room. Okay. Do you um, think check the other door first. Door. There, a. There's A yeah, and B, a. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's check door A and see if we hear anything on the other side of door A. Okay. Um, do a perception check. Ooh, five. <laughs> you hear a drip. Like just every once in a while you hear a drip. That's it. But they're not in a... Is it like a regular pattern drip? No. Okay. Um... Want to try this room first? Yes, we do. All right, well, same deal with the door. Just very quietly push it open. Um, as you open the door, you look into a large, vast room. Uh, almost nothing in it with the exception of what appears to be a 20 diameter uh, pool. Uh, there's a stone 
and marble circular ring around the pool uh, and every once in a while you just hear some water dripping from the ceiling into this pool. And there's no other doors or anything uh, like that in there? There is uh, what appears to be on the far end a, a f- it looks like it's a, a fake door or not a fake door but like it, it, you're looking on the opposite side of a fake door like it is a secret door and you see it's latched into the wall but you can unhinge it from this side on the other side you would not be able to hmm. the other door it does it appear that if we opened it it would open into it looks like B? it would no it looks like it would it opens up into another room and it almost looks like it would pop forward into this room and then slide to the left. Okay. Um, and essentially it is, you're looking at the backside of a secret door. Is there anything in the pool? Uh, are you going that we up can to see. the pool? That you, are you going up to the pool and looking down into it or are you looking from afar? I'll look from afar at first. I mean, is, if, if the pool appears to be still, right? Uh, it's just not, like rippling because of water dropping of the every dripping. once in a while. Yeah. Does it appear to be draining anywhere? Does it no. appear to have an outlet? Okay. No. Um, I'm going to go up towards the pool and see if it... Can I see the bottom? If Can I see how deep it is? Yeah. Uh, um, so you go up to the... The water edge. and the water is in the pool. <laughs> uh, you go up to the... Uh, how close are you getting to it? Um, five feet. Okay. Uh, you go up you're looking down it goes from almost a we'll say a light blue down to almost pure black abyss Uh, however there seems to be some leveling in it and you see what looks appear to be skeletons pieces of skeletons at the bottom or towards the bottom as well as something glimmering down very very down deep almost like a pulsing light I'm going to go out on a limb and say we don't touch these skeletons so it's not a they're not complete skeletons it's like some Uh, arms hand okay don't care I see a blinking light. I, I think I'm kind of drawn to that. I want the laser. <laughs> um, and again, you do see the and, and on the opposite side wall, it, you see the backside of a secret door that you guys would be able to open. How how deep is it to get to the the glimmering object or whatever's at the bottom? Uh, perspectively, what you imagine, it's probably. 30 feet, but you're not quite sure. Uh, does there appear to be anything in the pool that's moving? Just this pulsing light. Just the pulsing light. Okay. Pulsing light, secret door, chanting weirdos. What do we reckon? Oh. A raven cult. Some sort of raven death cult. 
maybe. Okay. Now, question. Maybe the cult did the flaying. Don't want to be flayed. Maybe. Maybe. I want to get out of here. Door cult. That's my vote. Blinking light concerns me. Is it blinking in a pattern or is it just glimmering or what? Um, wob, 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 wob. Dora, what do you think? Why do we think we're here? Oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Seven, what do you think? Well, I don't want to take I, the pulsing light. I'd like to know what the pulsing light is, but I also don't want to do it with some bad guys in the room next door with the cult next door. Um, maybe we should check out the cult next. Okay. Fireball. <laughs> Fireball is family. Yeah. <laughs> right, ride or die. <laughs> Strap it to a Fiero. I'm not against cult next. Okay. Not a sentence I thought I'd see, but Okay. Let's we'll back out of this room for now. Okay. And nope. go check out the cult. Okay. Or so you... why do you think we're here? curious perhaps we're here to enact the raven queen's wishes for these cultists whether that is to help them to achieve what it is they're doing or the raven queen is the arbiter of a timely death perhaps we are the ones who bring it to these cultists let's go punch some tickets so you think we're here to do a murder Perhaps we are. No. All right. But if we, but if we assume and make the judgment that they are the ones that captured us, tortured some people, flayed them, created a magical labyrinth for no one to escape from, bar them and those that they consider allies, aren't they just an obstacle obstacle between us and a prison break? I hadn't thought of it like that. It's then their choice whether or not they resist. And then it's their God's choice whether it is their time to die. Hmm. Cult. Let's go. Might be a friendly cult. Are we and... opening an adult to say hi to the cult? All right, um, why don't we back out of this room and then go to the door B. Okay. Yep. All right, uh, and who's opening door B? I'll open oh, door think, B. Yeah, I was gonna say seven is, seven is the door person at this point. 
As you open up the door, uh, you, you, you see a man standing at a podium looking up at a painting of the Raven Queen. And he speaks of her and is chanting her name. All hail the loved queen, bringer of death, bringer of decay, teacher of life. Stop those who would prevent your path. Guide us in your ways so that we might perform your tasks um, and then there's two men on their knees with their arms across their chest rocking back and forth and repeating she is the one she is the goddess she is the one she is the goddess uh, and as they're repeating this and the the man at the, the man at the podium uh, realizes you guys are over there and looks directly at you three. How did you get out? Jora is going to cast um, Druidcraft to create the weather effect of like a thunder head behind them like just like small basically uh visually jora is going full galadriel um <laughs> and just going thunderhead and lightning um and just striding forward and uh says you fool we have been brought here by your god to enact her will kneel before us do yeah, do a religion check. Sure thing. Uh, eight? No. <laughs> he looks at you and is instantaneously not convinced that you are of the Raven Queen's disciples. So, when Marin notices he's not buying this, she casts Charm Person. Okay, go ahead. So they have to make a wisdom saving throw. Yep. All right. Yeah, that, no, they, they, they definitely make that. You are 0 and 2 there, kitties. How big is this room? Uh, you're looking at about a 10 by 10 room. Oh, okay. And there are three of them. There are. Very well. And uh, Jura will cast Fairy Fire on them and then turn to their allies um, in Seven and Marin and say, time to enact some gods' uh, destiny. <laughs> Roll for initiative. So it's a deck saving throw. 
Um, DC 12 for these cultists. Okay. Also fails. All right, so the leader passes, and the two fanatic or the two cultists fail. Cool. So in the twenty-foot cube that contains them, any creature in the area that failed the saving throw, um, they're highlighted with uh, uh, that orangey uh, reddish uh, sparkle. And any attack rolls against the affected creatures or objects have advantage if the yes. attacker can see it. Yep. And they can't benefit from being invisible. All right. Um, and now I'm rolling good. All right. Would you guys roll for initiative? Nine. Thirteen. Ten. Okay. Uh, so the cult fanatic is going to go for. He's going to go for Jora. Three does not hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying this. It uh, does a thirteen hit. It equals. So uh, yes. Okay. You take five damage. Five damage. That is a fair chunk. What kind of weapons do they have? Uh, they have uh, daggers. Uh, the second all right, cultist one is going to go for seven and he rolls an 18 okay i have 15 so that's a hit all right and you take three points of damage okay uh second or cultus is also going for you seven and a 10 so 10 does not hit okie dokie uh jora Oh, sorry, uh, seven. You're up next. All right. Um, so we're we're at the door, right? We 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 just stepped into the room. Mm-hmm. We're, okay, we're basically at the door. Um, I'm gonna cast uh, dissonant whispers at the leader. Okay. Uh. You whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes three die six uh, damage. So it's a wisdom save versus 13. Uh, He fails. Okay. So on a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far away as its speed will allow. Okay. Three and five is eight plus three is 11 points of damage. 11 points, okay. 
and he will move away. He will go to the opposite corner of the room. Okay. Uh, Jorah, you're up next. Ooh. Um, all right. Uh, that hurt a lot. So Jorah is going to, as a bonus action, uh, tap into their connection to the Feywild um, and use the Balm of the Summer Court ability on themselves for 1d6. So healing two points of damage. Okay. And uh, gaining one temporary hit point. All right. Uh, then, so there's one in their face, right? Uh, two, uh, yes. The, uh, well, no, not anymore. The fanatic okay. went after you and ran to the opposite side of the room. Got you. Uh, in that case, if there's none in melee range, will produce flame and cast it at um, one of the ones with the fairy fire on it. Okay, go ahead and roll with advantage. Ooh, that's a 19. Oh, natural 20 was the other one. So yeah. All right. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, uh, yeah, Jura's starting to believe that maybe they are <laughs> <there> to, <laughs> to bring death to people. Jeez. Um, for a total of uh, eight points of fire damage. You roasty toasty him. He falls to the ground, uh, his robes catch fire, and you just see him turn into this crispy skeleton as he flops on the ground. Um, then Jura will roar. Um, you dare defy the queen of darkness? And he just goes, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, he didn't have time to come up with a uh, like an intellectual debate on this so I apologize <laughs> uh, Marin okay so on not the running away one the other one so okay. the second fanatic not the leader uh, yes, uh, the... I'm going to cast hex as a bonus action okay um, which just means I'll do more damage uh, if uh, I hit I'm gonna fire an Eldritch Blast at him and okay. uh, 15. 15 hits. Okay, so that's 8 damage plus another d6. So another 4, so 12 damage. What part of his body do you want to like blow off? Like you just. Jeez. Poor cultist didn't stand a chance. <laughs> so uh, you you had to one up, uh, <laughs> uh your, your good friend the druid over there, and you went all super saiyan with your elder blast, and just completely annihilated this other um, cultist as he was running at you. I would like to uh, eldritch blast a hole through his chest, so, so you can see the other one. <laughs> yeah. Basically, so right, there's so, a scorch mark on the wall. Yeah, no, you it. totally got it. it. You super saying a solid, this perfect uh, cylinder through him, uh, and leave this burnt mark, ashen mark on the wall behind him, and he just falls to the ground. He's able to put up a little bit of an intellectual debate because he has just a few seconds of life, and he just kind of looks at you and just goes, 
bitch, and falls down. Uh, so, all right, cool. Uh, coming back around, we have the uh, the cult fanatic leader. Uh, do, do I have to do anything for, like, basically morale-wise for this guy? I, I don't think... He just moves away from you for the remainder of his turn. So now, okay. if not, is, so he's is he, good is now. Is he the top of the order? Yeah, yeah, he is the top. Okay, so so he would reset. It, it's yeah. not like yeah, yeah, one of those where he keeps running until he takes damage. That's oh. not the way I read this. Yeah. Um. So he is going to attempt to cast uh, Sacred Flame on you. Uh. So go ahead and make a Dex save. Oh, seven. would really like that one. Uh, well, you're gonna like this better. You take one point of radiant damage. Okay. I accidentally rolled a d4 and not a d8, and I did more damage with a d4 than a d8. <laughs> yeah, right? Mate, I'm starting to believe that we're here to do the right thing. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> uh, so, seven. It's you. So, he's still on the other side of the room. Right? Uh, yes. Yes. I am going to cross the room and attack him with my rapier. Okay. Twenty-five. Twenty-five hits. That's D8 plus four. Two plus four is six. All right. All right, uh, Jora. How hurt is Seven looking? I'm in good shape. You're in shape? Okay. Cool. Uh, in that case, uh, produce flame on the uh, leader. Yeah, let's go. go. Go for it. 13 to hit. 13 hits? Excellent. You five has... points of fire damage. Is that continual fire damage? Nope. No, this is a cantrip. It's just like okay. a pop. <laughs> no worries. Just wanted to make sure. All right. Um, Marin, you're up. Bonus action, move my hex. Um, okay. Because if they die with a hex on them, you can move yeah. it as bonus action. Yeah. Awesome. Then Eldritch Blast. Go for it. 18. 18 hits. Thirteen plus another D six, five. So eighteen points of damage. How do you want to kill this one? <laughs> Fundamentally, she's against the murder, but she might be kind of liking this. Um, I would like to um, uh, blast um, a big hole in his cloak. Um, like kind of blowing off the whole like I'm assuming he's in some kind of like hood sad robe, yeah, looking, yeah. you know like mysterious robe so I want to kind of like tatter the clothing uh, sending him backwards I want his head to smack off the wall and uh, like basically his skull's going to crack open 
for someone who doesn't really like murdering people, that's a hell of a way to murder somebody. But I you know. go right ahead. You totally do that. Um, while no, you're going she to doesn't like a murder. Nick's. <laughs> so Fan. you send her his clothes off. And like all of it burns, and he is like crisping his body, and slams up against the wall, and his brain just splatters across, making this just beautiful bloody brain and viscera rainbow splatter on the back of the wall. Uh, Can I roll to see whether I throw up? I go for it. Yeah. Is it con save eight? I don't think you uh, make it out of this when you, you you throw up a little bit in your mouth, just uh, just a little. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> You're able to keep it. No, down, I, I... <laughs> totally in character. Thank uh, you, Dice. Uh, all right. Uh, as his decrepit corpses fall into the ground and everything, you do see uh, a a much glowing red at this point. Uh, key was hanging around his neck. Uh, kind of falls to the ground, um, and where his body lands he's right next to a door. Um, let's, before we do it, let's loot, loot the bodies. Uh, okay. Might have burnt them a bit. <laughs> well, you know. Um, let's see. Uh, on the, the cultist with a hole in his stomach, uh, you find bag of six silver um on the cult the other cultists all righty you find a bag with two gold yeah and on the one that you eviscerated everything you find nothing but they each had a dagger. Are the daggers still? Do they have any armor? Uh, they were wearing like cloth, and the daggers seem to be just old, like cult daggers. They're sickly shaped. I mean, you can totally take them. Um, yeah, I'll take the daggers. Okay. Uh, the daggers are valued at four copper apiece. I mean, they're. They're usable daggers for combat. So we have three daggers. Yeah. yeah so they are one d four. Okay. But if they're four coppers each, it's like daggers from Wish, not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like nice daggers. No. They. Okay. Were, they they were probably bought at like a Dollar General kind of yeah, daggers. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then there's you said a red glowy key. Uh, the yeah he she kind of like heated it up a little bit but it's it's okay. not glowing anymore it cools down okay. and uh, does the key look like it would fit the hole we saw in the bottom of the raven queen statue it does possibly look like it could possibly fit um again there is a door to the left of as well um do you want to investigate the statue first and then the door yes Okay. We think so. Sorry, Mrs. Raven Queen, if this is not what you wanted. Um, so who's using the key? I will. Okay. Uh, make a note of that in your notes that you were the one that used the key, please. Okay. Um, 
you stick the key into the slot. It does fit. Um, you feel a whoosh of wind kind of just go over you coming through the holes. You hear some more crowing of these ravens. And then um, the statue moves back and to the side. And you see a small, looks like a trap door that looks like you can go down. There's a trap door. Should we have a look? This is the first door that looks different to all the others in that it's in the floor. Did we want to explore any of the other doors here first or shall we just hope that this is our exit? No harm in having a look. Right. I agree. All right. Um, but you know, curiosity did, did kill the cat. <laughs> just saying. Are you... I, I'm sorry, I've never met one of... I, I've never met anyone like you. Um, is it offensive to see your, you look like a cat? I don't know. Is that racist? Speciesist. Are Speciesist? No. Uh, let's check out the other doors. Okay. Uh, so you're, go you're not going to check out the trap door? You're going to go to the other door? We'll get back to the trap door. Okay, How so about, you have the trap. Yeah, yeah, you have the trap door. You have door A, which was worth a pool, uh, which had a secret door that went down there, uh, and then you had the door beside the cult fanatic. Uh, cult fanatic door. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are just going to open that door then? Yeah. Um, as you open the door you feel heat almost like it's coming from a like a, a cone of fire hitting you while also feeling very cold that you can see your breath and as you open the door you see a bronze statue of a beholder and three of his eyes are missing do they perhaps have a hexagon, a square, and a diamond shape in the they sockets? They might. Are there gems in the other eye stocks? Uh, so he, it's, it's some of them. There are various types of stones. Um. There's a, an amethyst one. There is the uh, a ruby. Uh, there is a, uh, a an ice blue looking stone, um, and then he has a very large center, uh, just mixed metals, silvers and bronze, and just various alloys. Looks like it's mixed to make the eyeball. We'll use the moist gem first. Okay. You put it in and the room starts to get humid, cloudy, uh, like it's about to thunderstorm. Uh, I put the pearl air gem in. You feel wind starting to gush around in the room now too. 
when Jora saw the poem appear and then it disappeared, I, 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 me, Matthew, the player, is remembering that there was feathers, but I don't know if that's a projected memory based on what we've learned now. Was were, were there feathers or a crow call when uh, Not when saw the poem? No, it flamed up and and burnt away. It just okay, that's, cool. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember that. No, no the effect of the, yes. of the there's, there's been a lot yeah. of effects that have happened. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm adding them in as well, so don't worry. <laughs> um, okay, in that case, yeah. Um, then uh, Jura will uh, put the earth stone in the final remaining position. As you do that, the ground begins to shake around you guys. Uh, it starts to get really rocky. The wind starts blowing. Uh, you start to feel water coming on you. It seems like this is going to be a bad storm. And as it reaches its climax, it just suddenly stops. Um, then all of the eyes point to a wall to your left and just shoot beams of their elemental light at this spot and a door appears it is a metal door well it got uh, opened up by beholder eye beams it's pretty freaking metal man right. <laughs> 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 um Once the once the door appears, do the do the eye beams go away or they seem to fade? Uh, the the actual eyes seem to become bronze at this point. They be melt into the actual beholder statue. That poem you read, George, said something about the eyes being the way out. So are we to assume this? door is the way out that's a fair assumption so door before we leave do we want to check out the other there's because there was one more door then back in the other room with the pool there was the back end of the secret door and then there was the glowy thing at the bottom of the pool me nix wants to me marin i think she just wants to leave okay but would be very easily persuaded because she also like i think this in her head has kind of bonded the three of them together so if either of them say i want to investigate she'd go with them um no stone unturned mm -hmm. again cats and glowy lights so are you going to go to the trap door or the uh the we'll call it the pool room or the the metal door i would like to go back to the pool room and see what the glowy thing at the bottom of the pool is Okay. And this is either going to be really cool or really bad. Only the best things go straight to the pool room. That's a, 
<laughs> little little Australian cultural reference for anyone, international listeners. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, international right. players don't necessarily. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Um. So you are going to the pool room. Mm-hmm. All three of you. Yeah. Okay. What are we doing? You're, you, you, all three of you are back in the pool room. What are we doing? What right. looks like is glowing at the bottom of the pool. You can't Besides tell. the water in the water. Uh, it's just something deep down is doing this womp, 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 womp. Can your squirrel right. swim? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, none of you have met Flip, so. <laughs> All right. Now, I think we need to be smart about this. What's the best way to probe to the bottom that isn't any of us just diving down or poking anything? I've learned my lesson. Um, <sighs> there are three bodies in the other room. I'm going to go grab the one with the circular hole through the chest and toss it in the pool. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> Do a strength check to carry this decaying body, please. Uh, nine. <laughs> You slowly carry this body over. Um, you can't toss it in there, but you can push it into yeah. the hole. Um, you start to see it uh, sink down to the bottom, and three gigantic tentacles pull it down into the light, and Ooh. you don't see the body anymore. Okay, good to know. The light goes out for, we'll say about five <laughs> minutes, and then it starts back up. Whomp, whomp, whomp. All right. Uh, I don't think we should go for the light. Um, so, trapdoor? Or secret room? Trapdoor. Well, the, the secret door was in the pool room. Yes, it's on the opposite side of the pool. Okay, but we can get around the pool. Yeah, without... you totally can. Yeah, okay. no, yeah. There was also room earlier, just after we came in, that had air coming through, but we couldn't quite figure out where. Um, let's try the secret door while we're here, and then okay. we can go back to the, 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 the first room and then the trap door. Okay. Uh, you you, go, you go to the secret door, you open it up, and it is the room of resting. Aren't you guys glad you didn't go through it the first time? <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so I guess we'll go back out to the the main room where the the breeze was coming from. Okay. The trap door. The, the, the trap. So the you have the trap. You have the statue room, and you have the trap door. The trapdoor was behind the statue, wasn't it? Or it under was the in statue? front. Of, it's under the statue. Yeah. The Raven Queen statue. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. You're going to go through the Raven Queen statue trapdoor? I'm going to open it. <laughs> okay. As you open it, you look down. It leads to a, a short ladder, we'll say about seven feet. And it looks like it's going through a dirt tunnel. And that's about as far as you can see. Nope. Let's just leave. I'm not opposed to that. Um, so... From where we are, if I just kind of stick my head down in the hole, can I see how far down the tunnel can I see with dark vision? Uh, it, it goes for about 20 feet, and then you see some light at the end of the tunnel. No pun intended. Are you curious, Seven? Do you want to look? Of course I want to look. Yeah. Tabaxi are curious. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I will go down into the tunnel and head towards the light. Is everybody else coming with you? How dark is it down there? It's kind of dark, but you, again, 20 feet, you can see light. Okay. Well, the light that we see, does it look like it opens up into a room or does it open up into the outside? Out to you hear birds chirping. Okay. I will just, I will go the, to the edge of the 20 feet and just see. Is everybody going with you? Um, um, if you don't feel comfortable, perhaps it would be best that someone here with the key is here in case this statue slides back. I will stay here. Um, Jorah will druidcraft um, a waratah flower Mm -hmm. and hand it to Meryn and uh, say, in case we don't see each other again. Well, I hope we do. I I've hope so too. I'm quite fond of you, Firecracker. But who knows where our paths may intersect again if this is a path away. Okay. I don't like how this feels like goodbye. Come right back. And then, yeah, Jorah will head down the path and, and hustle up to catch up to Seven. Okay. Uh, as you two both go down into the uh, dirt tunnel, uh, your footsteps trigger a switch and the statue closes behind you. Um, so the only way you can go now is out towards the light. I'll go to the edge of the, the, edge of the tunnel um, just to see what's there. You hear birds chirping. You see uh, ferns. It looks like you're in a dense jungle. I could be back where we started. And I open... Can I put the key back in the statue? Yes. To open it again. Yes, you do that, and it does open. Okay. So we'll just go back up. Yeah, okay. Player Nick's a player Matthew. Good yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. So you guys can go back down that way if you want to, or you can head to the metal door. Metal door. I'm back. Something closed it, but I opened it again. Well, thank you. <laughs> nothing, nothing to see there. 
Okay. Let's get out of here. Okay. You guys go to the metal door. Yes. Um, it looks like it pulls open. Nothing seems out of the weird for you. Um, what are you guys going to do? I hope this is the way out. Let's open the door. You open the door. Um, as you open the door, uh, you start to hear footsteps walking. Uh, you hear voices. Uh, it sounds like somebody's selling something. Uh, you hear laughter and cheering. You hear people going about their day. The hustle and bustle of what sounds like a town. Um, as you slowly open it, you are in what you see is an alleyway into a town. You are in between two large buildings. Um, are they speaking common or? Yep, it just it okay. sounds like you you hear people just talking. It, it they are down. It sounds like they're around the corner from everybody. Uh, you you are in like. If you look to your right, you see a couple of fish uh, barrels, uh, a little rock wall. Um, and then you are in between two buildings. Just uh, see like plaster of a building. And then it looks like it comes around a corner and you can hear people walking and going about their day. Jura, can you do your red thing? Is this real? Jura will just step through the door and Druid craft up to see what the weather's like here in this city. Uh, it is a comfortable 76 degrees Celsius. It is partially cloudy uh, with a 26 76 chance. degrees Celsius. Are you sure? Or Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Jura turns into molten lava. <laughs> yeah. Forty, <laughs> flame. 40 Celsius is hot. Yeah. So uh, we go back in. Yeah. 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 I have to remember <laughs> you two are on Celsius. Yeah. Right. Uh, I was trying to remember that too. Like you guys are on Celsius. Do I say Celsius or doing Fahrenheit? And I had to worry about David. Does David know how to convert? Uh, so yes, it is 73, 76 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. So that's like what, 23 Celsius. Mid, early mid twenties. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so yeah. yeah. So the Druid craft is like a, 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 a it glitched sun, for a second. It... A little bit of a, yeah. <laughs> it's just like this bright sun, and then just a cloud goes across the yeah. sun to cool it down a little. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it it definitely lets you know that a you know it's going to be nice. Uh, you're feeling all right. It seems to at least know what the weather's like for the next twenty four hours, which is an improvement on where we were. And the weather is quite nice here. I think I need a drink. All right. Uh, as you all step through the door, it shuts behind you and melts away. You are now in a, just an alley. Do I still have the key from the Raven Queen statue? Uh, you do. I put it in my bum bag. Okay. Um, it just sits in your bag then. Um, you guys start to hear and smell things. It, it, you are in a town. Um, you're looking around, trying to get some ideas. Um, as you are standing there in your dumbfoundness that you are in a town now, uh, a piece of paper 
wafts through the wind and lands at your feet. Uh, and it looks like it is a newspaper for the town of Virgoth. And that is where we are going to end this session. Ah. Oh, I had one more question. Go for it. Can I fill my patron again? Um, you're starting to get some sense of her. You you, you can't okay. hear feel her, like, you, but you know she is more present. She, yes, but she's not absent like yes, she was. Yes, she is not absent as she was before. Excellent. And that is where we're going to end it. Ooh, that was good. Yes, good stuff. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Dads with Nerdy Ambitions, D&D Podcast, International Tavern of Players. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. As always, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Audible or Apple, please remember to rate and review. We're also on Instagram and on Facebook, so please like and follow us at DNA Pod, And on Twitter at NerdDNAPod, as well as on Twitch at NerdDNAPodcasts.